In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We probably read in our newsletter about our episode with the dog. Uh, at the, uh, the funeral service for my mother-in-law, and the sister-in-law came with her dog, and we took off and left the dog by himself, and I thought, no, I don't know if that's a very good idea. Oh, he's, Teddy's fine. Came back, dog had eaten through the kitchen door. Made his own doggy door, as it were. And uh, so now we don't have a door there. <laughs> the, the lessons for today, particularly the first lesson from the book of Acts, is one way of looking at it is that it's all about doors. Doors being opened, doors being shut. And we have so many doors every week that we go through the bathroom door, the bedroom door, the front door, the side door, the office door, the store door, revolving doors, sliding doors, overhead doors, regular doors. Well, in this, there is a door that's opened by St. Paul. And what it is, he has a trance, and he has a vision, and he sees a guy from Macedonia calling him to come over, come over. Well, that's Gentile territory. Philippi is a, is a Roman colony. And so he goes over there. Paul is over there to open the door of salvation to the Gentiles. And there was a lot of people that thought he should never open that door, but he knew that he was called to do that, just like Peter was with his vision of the, 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 you know, the unclean animals and went to see Cornelius. Paul had the same sort of experience. He knew he was going to be the apostle to the Gentiles, and he was. He opened the door of salvation to them. While he was over there, Paul and Silas, uh, everything was going fine except there was this slave girl who had a spirit of divination. What that means is that she was kind of a, 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 the precursor to the psychic hotline. You know, She was the, a fortune teller. And there was two guys who, who owned her, this slave girl, and they were making a pretty good amount of cash off of her with the, the, the psychic hotline. But the annoying thing was that there was something in her that made her follow Paul and Silas. And then she would, she would shout out, she would scream out, These men are slaves of the Most High God and proclaim a way of salvation to... Well, advertising is good, but you know, uh, Paul and Silas, I think, wanted to be a little more subtle with how they were approaching people with the message of salvation. So it got to Paul after a while. It annoyed him. And he turned around and he said to the slave girl, the, the spirit within her, in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And it did. And that was the end of her fortune telling. So Paul opened the door of mental health to this young girl. Another door opened. The problem was it also slammed the door in the face of profitability to the two guys who owned her. And as my friend Jim used to say, if you want to know the end of the story, just follow the money. Well, they were teed off that they weren't making money anymore off of this girl. So they went and trumped up some charges with the Roman authorities. Well, these guys are Jews. They're, they're not following our customs, and they're, they're causing a disturbance and, and all kinds of bad things. Oh, well, can't have that. So they stripped them, beat them with rods, threw them in prison, and they were shackled in stocks. That's not a great time. But um, this is the interesting part of the story. When they were in there, beaten, naked, locked, dungeon, when they were in there, Paul and Silas were singing and praising God, thanking him that they were worthy enough to suffer for the name of Jesus Christ. Praising, having a high old time in there. 
our text tells us. And the other prisoners were listening. I'll bet they were. It's not often you see guys that crazy. That they can be locked up and, and singing and praising God. And the jailer was kind of listening in too. And I've always thought that this is probably one of the best texts that there is in Scripture for delineating to us what is the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is something that depends on our circumstances. So if everything's going well, circumstances are good surrounding us, well, then we can be happy. And if they're not, well, okay, we can't be. But joy does not depend on our circumstances. Joy is something that we have deep down inside of us that nothing can touch. Nothing in this world can damage it. Nothing can squelch the joy we feel at being part of God's family. Paul and Silas were not, you know, we say, well, under the circumstances. Well, no. They were not under their circumstances. They were under the protective arm of God Almighty. And they knew it. And they didn't care about anything else. They just knew they were part of baptized children of God and that nothing could ever happen to them in this world, whatever the things are. And the same is true for us. It doesn't really matter what our circumstances are. Well, it does in a way, but ultimately not. Whether we're headed for a divorce or our... A uh, job is gone, or are, you know, can't get in the field to plant, or you, you know, you, your kids are ingrates, and your grandkids are taking a dark path, or whatever. It doesn't matter, because we have the joy of the risen Christ in our hearts, and that cannot be taken away from us, no matter what happens. Nobody can get that. And for this life, we know that our God walks with us, and in the next life, we will be with Him. So we know there's nothing that can get to us ultimately. That's joy. That's the difference between happiness and joy. Interesting thing. Paul then and Silas were doing their singing and praising God. And then a tremendous earthquake comes. Oh, now the doors again. The doors are flung open. And the chains are off. And the jailer, thinking he's about to be tortured for not doing his job, is about to fall on his sword. And Paul calls out and says, Don't harm yourself. We're all still here. And the jailer was like, What? He comes in. Sure enough, they're all there. And he falls down at Paul and Silas' feet. And he says, What must I do to be saved? Because he'd been listening to them. He knew that they had something. These Christians, that's what they've said over the centuries. What is it that these people have? And by the way, how do I get it? He knew they had something. And so he took them home, he washed them up, he bound their wounds, he fed them and so forth. They spoke to him the message of salvation. And he and all of his household were baptized and they rejoiced that they believed in God. It's interesting to me that even though the door was open for Paul and Silas and the rest, he did not take advantage of that to slam the door in the face of the jailer. He could have. He could have very easily. And for us too, there is opportunities that we have. Freedom, however, in Christ always implies responsibility. Just because I can do something, that doesn't mean I should. Just because I can, you know, like for example, if we have somebody that uh, says something that sets us up for a real good zinger, <laughs> we, we don't have to take it. <laughs> you know, we, we can let it go. We don't have to slam the door verbally in the face of somebody else just because it's there. 
It's not like bowling. If they set them up, you've got to knock them down. You know, we, we have a choice in these things. We can choose not to. And so there are many times where opportunities can open up for us, but we have to make sure that we don't slam the door. When ours opens, we don't slam the door on somebody else. The story of Paul and Silas and the jailer in Philippi is a great, great story about joy in Christ. And it's also a great story about being aware that Paul knew that his freedom wasn't licensed to hurt somebody else to be looking, at for, uh, looking out for the other person. So we celebrate today that we are free and nothing can touch the joy we have of being part of the family of God. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.